righty, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN and uh, Yahoo.com uh, with an interesting piece from uh, the Democrat and Chronicle. How Buffalo's catastrophic storm response failed a woman in life, then in death. So my question to you is the uh, death toll from the blizzard of 22, was it a failure of government or was it a failure of individuals or somehow a combination of everything? And you might have some uh, blizzard stories to tell. And uh, again, in the last hour, we heard from somebody from uh, Clarence. And I know that uh, the people along Goodrich Road in particular um, were able to uh, save a number of folks that they had never met before, just basically uh, took them in uh, and gave them shelter from the storm, if I can steal a line from Bob Dylan. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN, the uh, phone numbers. And uh, when when you heard, just out of curiosity, when you heard that uh, the weather was going to be particularly brutal, did you pay attention or do you, did you think it was going to be another false alarm? And yeah, I feel kind of silly doing a show on, on a, nice warm July day about a blizzard that hit on uh, December 23rd, but still, I felt sillier. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Jimmy in Elma. Jimmy, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, was mentioning to Josh uh, that uh, I have a backup generator, and uh, I actually talked with your brother, Dick, uh, in, in quite length because our generator just failed and uh, I was in a panic mode. I had a, like, like a, a portable generator. I was going to start getting that up and I called the manufacturer of the uh, generator and he's out of Wisconsin and he did not give me any help whatsoever. He did say, well, there's a, a local uh, uh company that installs them i called this gentleman up they were so great the guy says i can't get anybody out there but do yourself a favor and open up the generator he walked me through it right. and he says there is a uh, air filter box and he gets, it's almost like a car filter you you take the top off and uh so i let your brother know i says and sure um it, it was completely clogged with ice and snow so the generator wouldn't start because it doesn't have any fresh outside air coming in and i took that shook it out cleaned it out and it it was it was a godsend and the generator started right up but i had to do it about two or three more times because the way the wind was blowing and the uh intake um it just kept stalling out but i knew what to do and so when i mentioned that to your brother he told the guy actually told me build a tent around the intake to protect the uh, the outside air, and uh, it worked. And I let wanted to let it because there were a lot of people calling in. They have these you know full generator backups, and they weren't working. And you spent a lot of money on them. And and your brother yeah, no, was really I, good about letting that you know everybody know. Yeah, I I remember those calls that came in. Uh, people with the backup generators and the backup generators stopped working. And the reason is, as you have already put it, that the snow and the ice were getting in and the filter was getting all sopping wet. So you had to uh, uh, had to take it out, make sure it was dry, and then uh, take things one, uh, one step at a time. 
Oh, actually, and, and the fact that it, it failed three or four more times because the way the wind was blowing, um, you know, we built a, a thing around it just to protect the intake. Um, but it was, yeah, it was incredible. And just being out there in that weather just for five or ten minutes, uh, you know, we were just ice cold trying to clear that out and, and put oh, it, it back in. It was it was horrific. I mean, I'm not going to name names here, but uh, the radio station actually got us a bunch of rooms across the street at a hotel. And I said to a bunch of people who were going over there, I said, okay, you're going to go over to the hotel. I'm going to stay here because the snow is so bad, the parking lot is not plowed, that you guys are going to be lucky to get back across Maple Road. And sure enough, they were. One of our guys got lost. We almost lost him. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to commend your brother uh, for putting that on the air and letting everybody know. I'm sure that everybody that has a backup generator who's not really, really familiar with how to work it and operate it, um, you know, that would have uh, helped them out in that case. So that's all I wanted to say. And thanks for taking the call. All right, thank you uh, very much. All right, the uh, blizzard of uh, 2022, a failure of government or a failure of people to use common sense or a combination of both. And, you know, it's uh, one of the more common calls that we received at the radio station during the blizzard was uh, people's generators going out. And I remember uh, a number of phone calls coming in from people saying, hey, uh, here's what you need to do in order to get it to work again. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. You know, one of the things I also uh, wanted to ask you is, are you somebody who was actually stranded in your car? And there, but for the grace of God, that could have been you as one of the fatalities. Can't imagine too much uh, more frightening than that. Here's Tom in Middleport. You are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, good afternoon, Tom. How you doing? Yes, sir. Just a couple comments. One, I lived through the blizzard of 77, and I made commentary to people at work, and I said, we do not want to come in this Friday. But the store stayed open. People came in. They ended up cutting everybody loose around 10, which was great. I live out here in Middleport. My daughter works at uh, Cryer Eggs in Pendleton, and my wife wisely arranged for her to get off at noon. I left here at 1130 to pick her up, which is normally a 20-minute round trip. It took over 90 minutes. It is the most terrifying drive I've ever made in my life. And I have driven back and forth from Ohio to Cleveland in some of the most terrible storms you've ever seen. And I cannot compare this to anything. The only thing I could see in my car was a dashboard. At one point, I watched a tractor trailer drive by me on the right into a field of a farmer. Oh. It, it, it's just, it was beyond comprehension. And again, I feel I'm good. I can get through this. You can't. You cannot. I drove past her place. I had to drive through a field to get into it. Uh, got lost in the driveway. When you can't see, there's just nothing like it. So how, uh, just out of curiosity, what vehicle were you driving? Oh, I have an old Ford Expedition with a 5.4 liter Triton V8, and I made it through everything. That vehicle is a beast. 
Uh, I'm never going to give the thing up. I'm going to keep repairing the body on the thing. Huh. But uh, that thing owns me. I don't own it. So why, uh, just out of curiosity here, why did your daughter need to be rescued? Was it a question of just wanting to see her for It wasn't Christmas a matter Eve of or? being rescued. She had to work that day. It is a, uh, what you would call a, a business that you have to be at. Chickens need to be attended to 24-7, yes. Sundays, yes. Christmas, all the time. So she was scheduled to work till 3, and my wife called and said, we've got to pick her up at noon. And I drove out there, and it the teeth hit at about 11.45, and that's when I just I couldn't see anything. Pendleton was terrible. terrible. Were, were, you surprised, were, were you surprised by the uh, ferocity of the storm and the ferocity of the wind at all? Surprise is an understatement. Again, I've been through it. I, I've never seen anything like it. I hope never to see anything like it again. Uh, I, I was more terrified than I've ever been in my life. When I got home, it took me a half an hour just to get my heart rate back. It was a tough drive. Wow. And then you add on to that the uh, bitterly cold temperatures, and a lot of people have you know asthma situations that are triggered, uh, triggered by those. And, and then the roads were packed. Even those back roads were packed because all the trucks were coming off the thruway. The thruway was closed, and they're taking them off at Pendleton. Why they didn't stop at the truck stops, I don't know. But fortunately, things kept moving. May have been five or seven miles an hour, but as long as things were moving, you're still going forward. Uh, but if it stops, if anything stopped, even for 15 minutes, you're all going to be snowed in. Didn't matter what I was driving. The car in front of me doesn't move. I can't move. Right, exactly. Did you uh, have a chance, other than your daughter, did you have a chance to uh, rescue anybody or pick up anybody and uh, bring them to salvation and kindness? Uh, there was uh, fortunately, no one in that position along the route I was on. The one tractor trailer that I saw go off the road, there was a police car that came by me within moments, must have already been on the way to check on something. And on the way back, the car, the police car was with that tractor trailer. But I don't know if that police car ever got out. Again, it was, well, it was beyond anything I've ever endured. Even, even 1977? Yes, above and beyond 1977. Well yeah, beyond it was, 1977. I mean, look, it was it was cataclysmic. I mean, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that you can overstate how bad the blizzard of 22 was. When my brother came into work, um, he said this is worse than 77. And in my mind, it was not until the casualty figures started coming in and we lost more than twice the number of people we did in 1977, despite having advanced communications. Again, and with all the advancements we have, and we still lost people. I remember going through 77. My parents housed probably eight people at that time that got stuck on the roads. But wow. we, fortunately for people around us, did not have to. I checked on neighbors. I checked on parents. Uh, we never lost power. So uh, Yahoo News put out this thing about the uh, catastrophic failures of the system during the blizzard of 2022. And one of the questions I'm asking you is, was it a failure of government or was it a failure of people to properly prepare and take heed of the uh, of the forecast? Here's Julie in Elma on WBEN. Hello, Julie. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thank you for yes, taking my call. This is the first time I've ever. This is the first time I've ever called. Oh, that's um, awesome. On the twenty third, when the blizzard hit, my daughter 
was living in Elma at the time, and she was a nurse. And on her way to work, she was bound and determined to make it there. And she left at about 5.30. Her shift started at 6.45. About 5.45, I was talking to her the whole way, and she went, oh, no. And I said, what? And she goes, I hit a snowdrift in the middle of Transit Road. And so she, I stayed on the phone with her. Her friends were calling her. Our family was calling her. And we kept taking turns just to keep her morale up. And everything was closed. There was nothing she could do, nowhere she could go. Finally, about, I don't know, 1230, quarter to one in the morning, I was getting desperate. And I called a couple different tow companies. I called a fire department that was literally right around the corner from where she got stuck. Now, Transit Road obviously is a long long road. Whereabouts on Transit did, did she get stopped? By the Eastern Hills Mall. Ah, that was a hotbed. Erie County Sheriff's rescued dozens of people from that area, and there's a very famous picture of that area showing how horrible it was. Yes, my daughter's car was in the middle of that. No. <laughs> um, so I, not knowing what to do, knowing I couldn't get to her because I lived in Elma as well, I ended up putting something on Facebook, and I put it on one of the um, the Bills Mafia Babes Facebook page begging, is there anyone in this area that would be able to get my daughter? She's been in her car since 515 when she left to go to work and she's stuck. And there was a woman that reached out to me and said that she had just picked up a nurse from another hospital and took her home. And she lived right around the corner and she and her boyfriend at the time were going to try and get to her. Now, I don't know who this woman is. I mean, I've met her since, but at this time, I had no idea who she was, but I was just desperate for my daughter to get out of her car. Well, this couple came through the snow and rescued my daughter, not knowing who my daughter was, and took her to their house, where she stayed for two days. Wow. They took her in. They fed her. They spent Christmas Eve with her. And finally, Christmas morning, the couple ended up getting engaged in front of my daughter, which I thought was so sweet. And my son and daughter-in-law made it through the snow to finally get her home on Christmas morning. So, well, that's um, that's a uh, that's a beautiful story. I mean, look, the I think uh, Jimmy Jimmy Stelliano, who works here at the radio station, I think he said it best. It was the most rewarding Christmas um, I think I've ever spent. It really was. Um, if it wasn't for this woman and her now fiance, I, I don't know what would have happened to my daughter because she had been in the car since five fifteen when she left the house to go to work, and just was stuck in the middle of a snowdrift in the middle of Transit Road. Wow! What, and what an it amazing story. You know, uh, that, so, yeah. So no, there was a lot of really good that came out of it. Well, there there was. Unfortunately, I mean, not everybody was saved, and uh, that is a source of great lamentation and grief for uh, a whole lot of people. Thank you for the story. I'd love to hear other stories about people who got rescued during the storm. Thank you. Much, uh, right, much thank appreciated. You. Have a good day. Thank you, my love. Um, 527 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh. 
All right, welcome, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, good to be with you. Thanks to the uh, nice people at Sunset Grill in uh, Wilson yesterday for uh, Back to the Bars. I appreciate that. Uh, a lot of very nice people came up. Um, and uh, the 38-year-old brunette, come on, I, it ain't happening. She's a sweetheart. She's like a second daughter. So just stop. Just stop. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Founders Day in Depew was nice. Had a chance to see the beautiful Nancy Orticelli. I did not see Nick. I looked, but I didn't see him because I'm short. But, hey, Nick, I'm sorry I missed you. Anyway, uh, good to be with you on this uh, Monday. And we find ourselves talking about uh, the blizzard of 2022. And was it a failure of government or was it a failure of individuals? And I think that in many ways it was a failure of both. If I had been the county executive, I would have shut everything down effective 6 a.m. on Friday morning, and I would have taken my lumps if I had gotten it wrong. Um, And look, Byron Brown is a friend of mine. I think the world of Byron Brown, I run into him all the time, total gentleman. I do think he should have uh, shut things down at 6 o'clock in the morning, as I believe Mark Polenkars should have done, okay? Um, I think that uh, with just coming out of the pandemic, I think that had a lot of people a little bit gun-shy about interfering with commerce. Um, And for the individuals still trying to figure out why so many individuals took unnecessary chances. And I knew it was going to be bad. And as I said earlier, I'm not the kind of guy who gets to work at 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning for a 2 o'clock show. Okay? That's not me. But not even when I'm working at home. But uh, I knew I had to do it and uh, have no regrets whatsoever about uh, doing it. And, again, I'm going to steal the line from uh, Jimmy Love Stellianu. It was uh, the most um, rewarding Christmas that uh, I've ever had um, in so many ways. Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Here is uh, Rob in Boston. You are on WBEN. Roberto, hello. Oh, hi, Tom. Uh, So I guess I can categorize myself as one of those foolish people that ventured out. Um, I, I live in Boston, as you know, which is just south of Hamburg and uh, was determined to make it to my girlfriend's house in Amherst. Um, So at 1 o'clock on Friday, I ventured out, um, packed up my Ram pickup truck, headed out to, you know, up up McKinley past Erie County Fairgrounds, went up Route 20 past the stadium. By then I knew I had made a really big mistake. Hmm. Um, Continued on, drove up um to my girlfriend's house four hours later in Amherst. Um, she uh, she lives off a of Sweet Home Road. But I could tell you, yeah, that was the worst driving I've ever in my life, and I'm 62. That's the worst driving I've ever experienced. Um, I mean, there were times where, you know, I had to roll my window down, and I was looking for street poles to guide myself as to where I was on the road. Oh. Um, one time, you know, the... the what I was doing is getting behind somebody thinking they knew where they were going. In reality, they had no clue either. Uh, one, this one time, yeah, this one time I was driving behind this guy in a pickup truck. He had a passenger sitting on the passenger windowsill with half his body out of the vehicle navigating for him as he's driving down the road. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, much a four hour drive through like two feet of snow. Um, Towards the end of the journey, as I got by the Eastern Hills Mall, I actually 
came up with a bright idea. I turned on my GPS, and I was actually looking at my phone, guiding my car, my truck, to keep myself on the road. It's crazy. Well, I mean, uh, you know, people do some uh, people do some crazy stuff in the name of uh, in the name of love. I mean, uh, <laughs> that uh, I remember Christmas Christmas Day. I uh, gave somebody a ride over to her parents' house, and I'm thinking to myself, "Why am I doing this? This is absolutely stupid." And uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so you just... went out. You went out in it too, huh? Well, uh, uh, Christmas Day, things had died down on Christmas Day. The worst, the worst part about the storm, and, and this is what brought back memories of the blizzard of '77, is for a few days after the storm, you had to like creep slowly through intersections because the snow was piled how many feet high? Right, right. I remember. Well, when I was when the in the when the blizzard, I, you couldn't even tell. You were at an intersection until you looked up and maybe saw a green or a red light, you know. But because no one else was, no one else was stupid enough to be on the road, I was just blasting through those intersections, not Ooh. you know, getting, crossing my fingers nobody's coming the opposite way, you know. So are, are you still with your girlfriend or what? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so we're, it worked out. Good for you. Good for you. Um, but I, that yeah. that drive, I mean, that drive had. I mean, has got to go down as one of the most white-knuckle drives in history. Oh, absolutely. And I know, like you're saying, people comparing the blizzard of 77 to this one. Well, in 77, I think I was like, what, 16 years old. And it was more like, hey, great, we got two weeks off of school. We didn't realize the gravity of what right. was going on until years later, you know. But when, okay, when uh, I'm going to presume that you were listening to WBEN because, uh, as I've mentioned on more than one occasion, uh, the local national public radio station was missing in action during the blizzard of '77. So I'm going to presume you were er, during the blizzard of '22. So I'm going to presume that you were listening to us. At any point, did you say to yourself, "Okay, girlfriend or no girlfriend, this is stupid"? Oh, absolutely. When I when I got to the by the Bill Stadium, I was like. I was I was definitely thinking I should turn I should turn around and go back home, but I thought, well, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe it'll improve, but no, it just got worse and worse, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, the uh, I I will just I will never forget the the Friday night and the Saturday night as the uh, bands of snow started drifting south, and the people in the south towns got a chance to uh, enjoy what those of us in uh, the city and Amherst and Clarence had experienced, but it was just when when you look out the window and you can't even see across the parking lot. That was absolutely mind blowing to me, and right, the, right. the the biggest feeling of guilt that I had. Uh, true confession time. My brother lives on a good day, two miles, uh, two minutes away from the radio station. And he came in to do a couple, three hours of broadcasting. And if I had known that I was going to be putting his life in danger, I would have just stayed in the air. There was no point for him to come in. Right, right. And I'd have felt really horrible yeah. if something bad had happened to him. Yeah, absolutely. Then again, well, yeah. no, then, then again, I'd figure that's more of the inheritance for me. But no, I, I, it would have been okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday... My girlfriend and I, after we dug ourselves out, um, we ended up driving to the Niagara Casino. We headed north up the boulevard in my truck. Oh, get out of town. Are you serious? 
<laughs> yeah, we stopped. We actually stopped at the uh, as as you drive up the boulevard. I think it's on or as when you get into the falls, there is a, a Chinese buffet that was open. So we <laughs> so that Sunday we had uh, Christmas dinner. You know, fa ra 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 at the uh, Chinese buffet. Then we went to the casino. They they were the weather was the weather improved. The roads improved the further no, uh, north you went. Look, can, so, can uh, we uh, can we just have a little discussion here about Chinese dinner and Chinese food? Yeah, Chinese food sucks, yeah. and, and I don't mean any disrespect to people of Chinese ancestry. Chinese food sucks. If you want real food and you've got the flavor for that kind of a uh, that kind of a cuisine, do Thai food instead. Do Indian food instead. Chinese food, maybe it's me. But I eat Chinese food. A half hour later, I'm wondering why I ate Chinese food. I uh, tell you, there is, well, you're absolutely correct. No matter how how many different things they present to you, it's still the same slop, you know? Well, it it is. There is one place on Delaware Avenue in Kenmore, um, or is it in Tonawanda? But um, it's, it's actually a buffet where they serve you. And uh, and I'm not a I'm not a sushi sushi person, but they actually you you pick three or four things they serve you. You pick three or th- four more things they serve you. I don't want to say the name of the restaurant. No, that's cool. Um, I appreciate and, that. But sushi, I think yeah. uh, sushi came up late last week in one of our shows. Uh, sushi, right. uh, look, I'm telling you, dude, I, I I just can't unless it's all vegetable. I can't do sushi. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this 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 place that serves you. Um, and it's the opposite of it's, it's sushi, but I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's the opposite of King. Um, <laughs> so that's all I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, Freddie Mercury, huh? You got okay. you, you to try it. I am not a sushi person, person, but I'm telling you, I, I go back there. We, we hit that place maybe once every two weeks, um, oh. and it is it is the best. And they got, I'm telling you, you got you. It'll change your mind, but that's well, I'm going to I'm going to leave you with a few select words of wisdom that will help you in your dating life. <laughs> Listen to me, like I'm a freaking expert. Um, Chinese Chinese food farts. That's all I need to say. I'm considering the source. Thank you, Tom. Indeed. And th- <laughs> thank you very much. I wouldn't consider the source too carefully, though. I must tell you. Uh, Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, Chinese food, I'm sorry, again, no disrespect anybody uh, from China or anything, but if I want Asian food, Thai food is the bomb, okay? It is phenomenal. Indian food, seriously, how many times do I need to tell you? I could eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Indian food. Oh, if you've never had Indian food, you've heard bad things about Indian food, you are so mistaken. Indian food is good for the soul. It is good for the body. It is nutritious. It is delicious. And it is uh, beyond sensational. Um, it is, uh, but Chinese food, oh, Come on, I cannot be the only person. 20 minutes after eating Chinese food, I wish I'd never had Chinese food ever. Just saying. So the uh, blizzard of 22, was it a failure of government or was it a failure of individuals to heed the warnings that people like Andy Parker were giving out right, left, and center? And 
again, um, I do believe that government could have done a lot better at the state level, at the county level, at the city level. But I also think that, uh, and again, this is just personal uh, 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 personal opinion. I cannot empirically back this up with data. But in 1977, we lost half the number of people that we lost in 2022. Now, how could that possibly be? Because back in 1977, if you wanted to communicate from your car, here was your option, CB radio. And that was the only option, unless, of course, you were some highfalutin doctor with one of the early uh, car phones in your automobile. But, you know, here we are in, in 20, well, 2023 now, but 2022 then. And I think that, uh, I mean, you guys have told some really interesting stories today, but the scariest part for me, and I don't know if this resonates with you as you listen to the radio on a July day and December seems so far away, but the uh, scariest time for me was talking to uh, one of the law enforcement people, and I believe it was Sheriff John Garcia who worked uh, relentlessly and without a break for many hours, as did every police chief, including uh, Chictawaga's Brian Gould, whom I know, um, when I asked the question about 911. And they said, basically, 911 is down. And 911, we are trained from the time we are little kids that 911 is your emergency lifeline. You need assistance. It's 911. And to be told that that system was fundamentally inoperable when it was most needed, that was scary. And it was scary because you were on your own. And if you listen to this radio station, you heard me say multiple times, if your fireplace has not been uh, cleaned out in a while, don't use it because you're just going to start a house fire and the fire department is not going to be able to get to you. I said, don't shovel your driveway because if you have a heart attack, nobody can get to you. And that is one of the most frightening, um, that is the most frightening thing that I took away from the blizzard of 22, just a complete and total breakdown of emergency services and uh, then doing the stupid thing I did by bringing somebody over to her parents' house um, when I saw the various uh, ambulances and national grid trucks that were stuck in, in, in the way. I was like, why am I doing this? Now I really ask why I did it.